Hey everyone, this is Christine Hansen, your holistic sleep expert and coach. And I'm here today to talk about the importance of sleep. And it's a question that I'm being asked over and over again whenever I do podcasts or interviews. And the question is really, is it really that important whether we sleep and why? And so today I want to talk about why it is important. And so in particularly, we're going to talk about how it influences our brain and our productivity, how sleep is influencing our psyche. So saying how what it has to do with our mood or tendencies that our mood has, how it influences our body in terms of hormones, cells. And another one that I want to talk about today is how it is influencing our pain threshold. So I was in a couple of podcasts and and conferences recently and that was a point that we talked about quite a bit so I wanted to add that as well now if you want to know more about that or if you want to know more about how to optimize your sleep then I'm super excited because I have a new um, free video series for you and if you are listening and you're not watching this the link is very simple it's RCL dot i n k forward slash c five so it's not necessarily very intuitive but it is um it is it is going to <laughs> lead you straight there so if you are on facebook you can just watch this live and i have the link there Otherwise, you can just go to rcl.ink forward slash c5. Or if you are on Facebook and you're watching this, if you comment on this post, then you are actually going to get um, access straight away. So that's another pretty cool feature. So you just comment on the Facebook Live and in Messenger, you will have a little window pop up and it's going to be me and you're going to get... Um, access straight away. So let me just make sure that I have set that up. Okay, perfect. All right. So sleep. Um, I posted a post today and it was about how humans are actually the only ones, the only mammal species that sleep deprives themselves on purpose. Every mammal in the world is sleeping and nature has gone through exceptional lengths in order to make that happen. So dolphins, for example, which is the example that I gave, only sleep with one hemisphere of their brains at a time in order to be able to stay afloat and in order to protect themselves when in the ocean. Um, so nature has made it possible that they can switch brain hemispheres in order to sleep. So for me, if nature is going that far, sleep has to be something important. And I'm going to explain to you why. So basically, if we look at sleep, you can compare it to hosting a party. You can either be an amazing host and have all your guests and entertain them, have fun, you know, be, be a graced hostess or host. But you cannot walk around and clean up after them. It's just awkward. You know, nobody's going to enjoy it. You will not do either the one nor the other properly. So it is better to entertain and host. And then once everyone is gone, you're going to clean everything up. It's exactly the same process with your brain and sleep. So your brain and your body is not or are not able to do everything when they are conscious. It is literally like a machine that's working and that you need to have repaired from time to time. So similar to your car, 
you know, it's running. And then when you go to the maintenance shop or, you know, once a year where you have an oil change done, where everything is just checked up and everything is repaired, that's what allows you to have a car for a long time. For example, old timers that are like 50, even 100 years old, they were not supposed to build, you know, they were not built in order to, to last that long. But people who take great care of them have been able to still run them today. And it's very similar. You can't do it while you are driving. You have to actually stand still and take your time in order to do all of the repairs. And it's actually, it's exactly the same thing with our body. Our body and even our brain is having, is, it's basically getting damaged throughout the day because everything that we do requires a lot of effort, you know, like our heart beating, our cells producing things or absorbing things or, um, receiving things or neurons triggering, sending off. You have little electric charges going off constantly. Your brain has to think, your brain has to feel, it has to process all kinds of things. So it's really a superb machine. Your body is a superb vessel, but it is going to be damaged. And so sleep is basically taking care of that maintenance program. So what is happening when you sleep? Basically, if we talk about your brain it is going to shrink and it's going to be flooded with a cerebral fluid that is helping to flush out any toxins. Toxins that might be in there are actually have been shown to increase Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia. So it's really important to get rid of those. Um, they've also shown that they can obviously trigger your mood. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But what it does, it's really your brain is creating little lesions, like teeny tiny fissures that are happening while you're thinking, while you're processing. And so those are repaired when you are sleeping. So when you sleep deprive yourself, those repairs can't be done. And it's affecting you because the next day everything is slowing down because it is basically not completely up to speed the way it should be. So that's why I always have to smile when people are consciously sacrificing to sleep their sleep in order to get more done in a day i mean we all have 24 hours but some people try to kind of hack their way through their life by sacrificing a couple of hours of sleep which works but let me tell you that it's not actually making you more productive because when you sacrifice your sleep, you sacrifice your intelligence. It's really, research has been shown that you don't think as clearly, you don't think as quickly, you are not as focused. When you are drifting off regularly, you would notice that pretty quickly. So you would recognize my mind is not where it's supposed to be and you catch yourself. When you are sleep deprived, that interval between you drifting off and actually realizing it is much longer. So you're wasting time. So if you look at the list of pros and cons, you will probably get things done. But first of all, they're not going to be of high quality. And you'll probably be, have to go back in when you're arrested in order to rectify everything that's rubbish about it. So in the end, it's not a very, it's not a useful deal. It's not going to give you that much of an advantage. Yes, if it's something like a no-brainer activity, like doing the dishes or something like that, okay, well, right. But most of us do it in order to work. And in that case, I would say it's not worth it. Really, really isn't. So that's one part of the brain. The second part is your psyche and your state of coping with stress, emotional triggers, and so forth. So even if you don't remember your dreams, you are dreaming. The difference between people remembering their dreams and the people who don't remember their dreams is basically when you wake up after them. 
you can imagine that being in dreamland and being in awake land has a kind of gap. So if you wake up pretty quickly after your REM cycle, which is when you are sleeping, so REM, when you are sleeping, then you are going to remember. However, if you fall back into a longer phase of sleep, which is usually light sleep, then you won't remember necessarily. It doesn't mean that you didn't dream though. And your dreams is basically, it's, it's new territory. I mean, people have been studying it for ages and still a lot of unknown things. But what is happening is that your brain is triggering any impressions or thoughts or feelings or emotions or conundrums that it couldn't interpret during the day. So basically everything and anything that didn't make sense during the day that upset you and that you didn't want to talk about is going to be dealt with in your dream, which is kind of a safe place. Your brain is inhib uninhibited. It is just firing off impulses. It is not censoring itself. You know, you're not going to get judged. It's, it's basically really having a field trip of trying to make sense of things that didn't that it didn't manage to do during the day when you were probably censoring yourself with your new <laughs> frontal cortex, which is just a very fancy word to say your new brain that is your reasoning and logical brain. So what is happening if you don't get enough sleep it is that it can't do that process and things are just adding up and it is getting more and more difficult to deal with stress because it's just piling up. And that is why depression, anxiety, um, uh, all of these things have been connected to sleep deprivation. So it's a kind of chicken and egg situation. It's not necessarily clear whether anxiety and depression was there first and therefore sleep was inhibited or whether sleep was first uh, missing and then the depression and anxiety came. It has been shown though that sleep deprivation is more likely to push you towards the direction that you naturally tend to. So let's say you have a predisposition towards depression then a chronic sleep deprivation pushes you towards that actually becoming triggered a lot more than if you got the rest that you needed. So there's lots of different reasons here why you should really, really make sure not to neglect your sleep. So, and apart from that, it's obviously going to affect you and your mood and the way that you, you treat yourself, the way that you talk to others. So I'm, I think everyone knows that, but I just wanted to explain a little bit further why that is happening. And it's basically because mainly because of dreaming. And then, of course, your brain also has to be relaxed and basically be more resilient. And so that's also happening in your sleep. It's just helping everything to be more polished and to work better. So we had our brain, we had our mood. Next, we're going to talk about the body, the rest of the body in terms of cells and hormones. So as I've explained before, your body is basically going through damage when you are living, which is okay. I mean, it's a, a lovely price to pay in order to get up every day and have the luxury of living our lives. Um, but it's just, you know, our body is a vessel. It is a kind of machine. So we need to take good care of it. So what is happening is that throughout the day, your hormones will mo most likely be imbalanced a little bit. You, it, it can already start when your alarm clock is, you know, ripping you out of sleep and it's just like you have a cortisol stress spike because it's an alarm clock. I mean, the name even says it. It's just like your pulse is up, then you have coffee that is going to have, have you rise your cortisol even further. And then different things throughout the day are going to affect you. And what is happening at nighttime is that the body tries to rebalance those hormones to homeostasis so that the next day you can basically start with a clean slate. 
So hormones are being rebalanced, cells are being repaired, so cell damage is being repaired. That's why when you are sick or when you have a wound and you sleep the next day, everything is just better. And it's because the body does tremendous work during nighttime when it doesn't have to move, when it doesn't have to be active in order to just focus on repairing. So that's why people who just after a couple of days of sleep deprivation look a lot older. It's just because the body can't cope with regenerating those cells. So that's why skin is, is it, your skin is the biggest organ. It's definitely going to react to your sleep. So that's why we can see very quickly if, whether you've slept enough or not. But if you get sleep deprived for long, basically the hormone imbalances and dysregulations are going to become more worse and worse. So they are really going to be more difficult to rebalance. And that's when you have to kind of help your body to do that. Um, and you can do so naturally. You don't necessarily have to immediately take synthetic hormones, but you can use different plants. Um, ashwagandha root is one that helps hormones. It's just an, an, a hormone adapter, adaptogen. You can use DIM, uh, DIM, DIM Pro, which ha is helps especially women with estrogen um, issues. So there's different things that you can do. So in order to help your mood, uh, it, not your mood, your hormones and your cells to repair. And then obviously your diet is going to be crucial there as well to have all those nutrients and all those fats ready in order to be used during nighttime. Then finally, I'm going to talk about pain. And pain, it's again, a chicken and egg situation. So studies have shown that when you take a group of people, you split them into two and you have them hold their hands into ice water. So a bucket full of ice and they basically measured their response time and then one group was allowed to go home and sleep and the other group had to stay and was consciously sleep deprived. The next day they did the same experiment and the pain threshold of those who didn't get enough sleep uh, was extreme, was a lot lower. So the experience of pain is going to be emphasized a lot when you are sleep deprived. On the other hand, though, of course, if you have pain, your sleep is going to be interrupted as well. So it is, it can be tricky, but if you work on both ends, kind of to help your body to be healthy as can be, plus helping your pain to subside, then I'm absolutely for having, you know, just for a certain moment taking painkillers in order to get the sleep to help your body to get back into balance and if on top of that you help your body to be as strong as possible then you should get out of that vicious cycle very quickly or in time but it is definitely a light at the end of the tunnel. So those were the five points that we talked about again today. So we talked about brain and productivity, we talked about your mood and your psyche, we talked about um, your cells and hormones, your body in general, and we talked about pain and pain perception and how you can influence that. So I hope this gave you a little bit of an impression why sleep is so important. Um, and again, there's two categories of people. There's the ones who sleep deprive themselves consciously because they don't have enough hours in the day. And then there are those who do everything right, who desperately want to sleep, but who can't. If you are in the latter category, then I'm inviting you to comment on my Facebook live on my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash sleep like a boss. Find this video, which is called why sleep is important. Just shoot a comment and I will send you my free video series, um, three simple steps to sleep. 
and it is packed with information. You get bonus videos as well. And it's just a really incredible thing that I've just produced and I'm super proud of it. So I hope this helped. Leave a comment and give me some likes or some hearts. Just get back to me. If you ever have a questions, then just send me an email to christine at sleeplikeaboss.com and I will get back to you. I wish you a wonderful night so that you have a beautiful day tomorrow. I will talk to you very soon. This is Christine Hansen, your holistic sleep expert and coach, and it is my passion to transform people's sleep. I will talk to you soon.